day is done. Now, kick back, pop a top, and catch up with your Houston team. No pants, no problem. No, no problem. This is the Nightcap with Michael Connor and former Nightcap. Uber driver Ross Villarreal. It helps if I put your mic oh, on. Oh, we're back again, Ross. Hey! It's the nightcap. Second Sports one this week, I think. Is it? Yeah, it is. It, it it really is the nightcap now that the sun goes down at Fort Wall. There hasn't been sun the last two days. This weather blows. See, I like the foresight you had, Michael, when you named the show the nightcap. You knew it was going to get dark early eventually. Yeah, but when we do this in the summer, the few nights that we'll get to do <laughs> yeah. it when the Astros aren't on... It won't, it won't exactly fit. It's like when I was uh, like an eighth, well, not even eighth, well, probably like fourth grade or something like that, and we had to go, my dad had hard and fast rules about us going to bed at like 8 or 8.30, and it was still light outside. Hard and fast is always the way to go. 713-212-5790 is the number to join us tonight here on the ICAP. At MC790 on Twitter, at SportsRV is his. Ross, it is a great day of topics in the world of sports. It really isn't. No, it's not. It's not. You know, Michael and I, um, as Matt Thomas would say, a look behind the curtain. We we have we talk a little bit before our show. What do we want to talk about? What do we want to lead with? We didn't talk much today because there's not. Yeah, I mean, what are we going to lead with? So basically, what I ha- I have the idea. We're going to do a random drawing of topics. So okay. I, so Michael, I have my little jar right here with I I put up and I wrote down you know like a like a blind drawing. I yeah. wrote down the topics and I put a little here if you can hear this. Uh, that's a good sounding jar you got there. It's a Texans cup, which means it's probably really going to be a disaster cup. inside of there. Well, I didn't okay. want to plug the Texans. Right, okay, yeah. so I'm going to pull a topic out of here, and then you're just going to have to fire on it as soon as I pull it out. All right, I'm ready. Wait, excuse me? I'm always ready to fire. <laughs> you're ready to fire when I pull it out. You ready? Yeah, I'm always ready. I mean, you got to okay, pull Okay, hold out. on. Let me pull. Okay, right, I'm going to pull, pull this out. one. Just go ahead and pull that out there. Yeah. You don't want a baby. Um, let's see what you get for the first topic of the night on the night on the nightcap here on Sports Talk Saturday night. I'm opening it up. Okay, okay. What do you got? <laughs> this is a good one. Oh boy, Rafael Palmero considering MLB comeback oh, at age fifty-three, buddy. This is the greatest story of the week. Fifty-three-year-old Rafael Palmero thinking that he can hit a big league fastball <laughs> when baseballs come in faster than they ever have before. Go ahead, old man. We see what you're actually trying to. It's about redemption. No, it's not. You want to reset your clock on the Hall of Fame, you old bum. Now he did play for the Skeeters a couple. Okay, years. I didn't realize that. Yeah. Okay, yeah, uh, that's right. He wanted to play with his son or something. He like did. That, he or? played in the game with two for four. Okay, well, hey, a, hey, baby, you still got it, Michael. Yes, twelve years since he's last played in the major leagues. Fifty-three years old. He thinks he can play big league baseball. He says that his body is in better shape now than it's ever been. He has less body fat than he's ever had in his life. Well, here's the problem: you lose that quick twitch thing. And he was still decent. He wasn't as good as he was when he retired or was forced out from the Orioles after he uh, had the positive steroid test that at the time only gave you a 10-game suspension. But let me go ahead and tell you this. He's probably not going to be able to do it. And no team will give him a chance at all to sniff the major leagues again. Nice try, old man. Good job getting your name in the news. I can't believe this even became a story. So this is from Palmero. There's no doubt in any in my mind that I can do it. I've taken care of myself really well. I've been working out for years. Everything feels better than when I played. Okay. Maybe 12 years later, I can prove to the world that I didn't need anything to have a good career. Maybe 12 years later, if I can come back and prove it, I don't need anything as an older player with an older body. And people might think, okay, maybe he didn't do anything intentionally. Well, I think that what would happen is if you showed up to the big leagues, you would get killed. 
you would probably literally die on the field. You're 53 years old and you're old as bleep. There's just no way. It again, what team? That's the fun part too. What team would sign on Nobody. for this disaster? Well, I think that there actually are teams that could sign on for it, Ross, because some teams really. There is no. the Mets signed Tim no. Tebow to play baseball. That's true, but the he had Mets. to work his way up through. How did he do, by the way? This the rest he wasn't of the season very in the good. Minor he wasn't very good. He had like 220, 230. Do you think he thinks uh, Rafael Palmeiro thinks he can throw a football over the mountains there? He probably, he's got the freaking Uncle Rico mustache. That is the <laughs> one thing that Rafael Palmeiro still has is the sweet stash. He might have been a total douche on the baseball field. He's still field. rocking that thing? Oh, yeah. Does he put the, the just, he put the just oh, the touch of gray just for men? He goes I, with that. I don't know if he does that or if it's the natural salt and pepper look, but he still rocks that mustache. He also had that like semi mullet when he was playing. Like it almost looked like it was a mm-hmm. mullet, like it was business in the front. Yeah, like the, the Jeff, like the Jeff Fisher type of half mullet yeah. that he had like in the nineties. Right, he had that. I don't know if he still has my, that to my this dad day. Had one of those. Did he really? Yeah, it was also a, like a mustache. It was also like a na- a NASCAR look. You know, didn't it give, give you that NASCAR feel? <laughs> yeah, it was very intimidating for me as a twelve year old. Tim Tebow, by the way, this year in two leagues, he played in lower A ball and higher A ball. One hundred twenty six games, he hit two twenty six with eight home runs. And 52 runs batted in with an on base of 309, 347 slugging for a 656 OPS. Do you think? Do you think Rafael Palmero in in single A could do better than Tim Tebow at the age of 29, not having played baseball since talking, his junior year of high school? We're talking low A instructional league. What we're we talking well. So with with the, the in the Mets organization, it was low A ball and then high A ball. Hmm. So it was literally 64 games in low A, 62 games in high A. I'll say we'll go, we'll give him high A, high A ball. Do you think he could hit better than two thirty one in high A like Tim Tebow did? Fifty three years old. Fifty three years old. No. I think it'd I be. Think clo- that's, I think that's a good line. I think that's a great line. I think it'd be close. I, I think really, you're right, but I, I don't. I don't think I'm going to go under. I think he'd go over. I he'll think get injured. Okay, maybe he'll go one for one for four and then get well, injured the, out of his first game. They and he'll have, have the, a two fifty average. They have the DH. Can yeah, they institute a designated runner for him? Because if there's a designated runner, then we're actually talking about something. <laughs> How many here. stolen bases is he gonna have? Fifty three year old Rafael Palmero. I don't think he stole many in his regular career as a you know non old man. So I doubt that he'll probably even try to steal any. I would 100% go try to see if Rafael Palmeiro was going playing to the Astros for whatever reason he was in the major leagues. That would be great to see. It's also a reminder. Remember that last year that the Astros were or one of those last years that the Astros were really bad. That the you know the rumors started to float that maybe Roger Clemens, like 50 years old, will come back and pitch for them at the end of a season. Remember that? Yeah. That was, I, I won a bet from Matt Thomas. Matt bet me that he was going to pitch for the Astros, and I said no way, no how. How far we have come as a city and as a baseball city <laughs> yeah. that those kind of possibilities are gone. They won't even enter. We won't even entertain this kind of fun with the ba- with the baseball team here now. All right, Michael, we got to move along. What are we going to call this? We should do this a lot. What is this segment called? Uh, the the hot topics from a hat. Topics from hat. Okay, topics, I can, I can, right, go, I can here, go with let me, topics let me shake from it around hat here. from your awesome hat slash cup that's got a weird message on it. All by right. the way, what does it say? Oh, it's, it's an ICAP here on Sports Talk. It says trust that an ending is followed by a beginning. This is in this is, is that not a, embroidered. What do you call oh, it? Is that, that engraved? Fortune, is that a fortune cookie? I guess so. Let me read. Okay. Oh, that's on the cup. Oh, yeah, okay. the I cup. thought that was your topic. That I was would like, be funny. How am I supposed to talk about that? Confucius says. Confucius does say many things. All right, I got my piece of paper here. How about this one? Lavar Ball, LeAngelo and Lamelo sign with agent. Will play overseas. Where are they going to play overseas? I guarantee you this. Not China. 
Actually, it's uh, China is a possibility. How? Lavar says they China wants them back. He got a re- yeah, so they can throw them in jail. They want their go- where, where, where did they where were they stealing stuff from? Was it Gucci or some kind of nice high end place? It was a high end place, but wasn't it like Louis Vuitton? Louis Vuitton. I, I, it's all the same to me. Whatever. All right, look, I'm I just things talk, that I'm never gonna own. I in my just life. go to TJ Maxx. Okay, I'm not worried about all that. Right. I've got my jeans on and my Nike shoes. That's all mm-hmm. I need in life. Um, go ahead. That's going to be fun. Isn't the the younger one like 16 years old? So he's just giving up on school, which he'd already given up on school. He was going to <laughs> yeah, homeschooling. So. Yeah, they, they already, he already pulled them off because he didn't like the high school coach at Chino yeah, Ch- Hills Chino or wherever Hills. he was. And this, so this is the first line of LeVar Ball, which everything that comes out of his mouth seems to be a lie. I don't care about the money, LeVar Ball said on Thursday morning. I want them to go somewhere where they will play them together on the court at the same time. The priority is for the boys to play on the same team. Oh, so they're going to play on the same team. Somebody's going to take on the fat one and the young one that's got the, the goofy... They are the... I mean, I, I don't want to take personal shots, but those are the three of the ugliest kids I've ever seen in my life. There's two balls available for overseas. Would either of the two, if they go to another league, if they go play in China or somewhere over in Europe, where actually they would go play in Europe, they'd get their asses kicked, by the way, because those are professionals. They go to China, they pray. Well, I mean, Stefan Marbury went over there and still averages like 30 points a game Jimmer or whatever. Jimmer dropping 50 bombs yeah, on everybody over there. Michael Beasley was the league MVP yeah, before he came back to the right. Rockets. Uh, hell, Tracy McGrady washed up. McGrady went and got like 30 a game over there for a season. I think Josh Smith was... Donis Motiunas is over there right Wait now. Wait a minute. Yeah, Demo. No, didn't we look up Demo's stats? He's yeah, beasting he's, over there. He's killing it, which you would expect in China. Would either of those kids, though, either of those ball kids, sh- shoot a better percentage from the field than their brother Lonzo with the Lakers right now? I feel like we can go over there and get like uh, five rebounds a game. I can get you a five and five per game in the Chinese league. I really think you could because if the league is like, there's a bunch of guys that are trying to make it in other leagues. But if there's a bunch of Zo Chi's out there, I feel like, and that's how you say his name. Zo, I can never say his name right. Zo Chi. Zo Chi. Zo Chi. If there's a bunch of those, I feel like I could push anybody around and get rebounds. Because he weighs like 158 pounds. I had the, he's a beat. Wasn't he averaging like five blocks a game or something yeah. like that? There? More than that, probably. He he would get a ton of rebounds in that league. But All I right, feel we like got your Donatus Motiunis Chinese League update. Okay, what do you got? 23.8 points per game. How many games? Um, Let me go to stats. I just have it up here on the leaders. He's in the starting five. And, of course, if you do recall the the other former Rocket that's with him on the... Oh, is it Ty Lawson? The, Shandong yeah, the, Golden Stars. Is, yes, does, Ty Lawson. Do they have St- Ty Lawson's DUI stats? Okay, so 11... He's three for three, I think. Okay, okay, good. <laughs> just want to make sure he's staying on, D- on pace. Demo's got 11 games played. He's playing 36 minutes a game, 63% from the field. Um, what did I say? Twenty three point eight points per game. Yeah, this Chinese box score is hard to read. Well, you know, it's it's in Chinese. <laughs> yeah. I, I would assume that it'd be tough to read unless you've gone to some kind of school that I didn't know uh, about Ross. No, I didn't go. I can't even find his stats. But anyways, he's doing very well. Twenty three, like twenty three and ten, he's averaging. Well, maybe China should take the balls on. Maybe they'll actually be a success over there, and then we never have to hear about them again. That'd be nice. How about you take all three of them? You just take the whole family. Ty Lawson, twenty four a game. Uh, beast drinking four beers during the game as well and of course we talked about this guy last time yang 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 wang ding yang wang ding the dude is shooting 58 percent from the floor i think i'm going to change beast. my name to yang wang ding 
Be pretty uh, 27 and a half a game from Yang Yang, Yang Wang Ding. Yang Wang Ding. Okay. Well, it's good to get the, it's the good. Rockets should give them a look. It's good to get the uh, Chinese Basketball Association update here on the nightcap. 713-212-5790 is the number to join us. Speaking of things overseas, Ross, the Japanese sensation that is Shohei Otani is changing baseball when it comes to who is chasing him. And there are seven teams that he has eliminated it to, or knocked it down to. Apparently, there are a couple teams that are pretty confident they'll get him, and one of those teams actually made a pretty big move today, and it's in the Astros division, and people freaked out. We'll talk about that next here on the Nightcap. Tired of 610? I changed over from the competition. Take another route. Sports Talk 790, your unbiased home for your home teams. I said I'm geek and I'm fired up. All I want tonight is just get higher. I mean, it's cold outside. I'm not going to say you should do anything. I'd be... Turn on the fire. Listen to Rockets basketball Cozy later up. tonight. Yeah, yeah you got to go... What's, late uh, night. Yeah, a little late night. At, oh, not Astros, Rockets. At Michael Connor on the pregame show. That's right, 845. To 9.30 tip, Matt Thomas on the call. Out there in Salt Lake, Rockets looking to go to 19-4 on the season. They're pretty good, Ross. We could Don't talk forget, yeah. Coach's Show. Shaka Smart, 7 o'clock. Oh, is that coming up at 7? That's right. All right, I'll listen to that. Not. Um, but that is coming up at 7. Rockets coming up later. I have the uh, launch pad at 8.45. This is the nightcap here on Sports Talk 790. Mike Connor Ross via Real. And uh, we were doing Ross's bag of hats of topics or whatever. Yes. Uh, hat topics. Uh, we can continue that. And your phone calls, of course, welcome at 713-212-5790. Uh, one piece of news Ross to mention tonight when it comes to the world of sports uh, because it's within the division of one of our Houston teams, and that's the Houston Astros. So baseball's winter season has been underway for a little bit. It has not been the most active season that we've seen out there. The Texas Rangers have made a couple moves. They added they added old Doug Fister. You ever heard of her? Uh, no, I haven't. Uh, Doug Fister got signed by the Texas Rangers, which I'm sure that's going to work out in the middle of the summer when he can't pull the uh, sinker down in the zone in that ballpark. Good luck, uh, Arlington. Yesterday they signed Mike Miner, the lefty. Uh, to a four-year deal for $30 million or three-year deal for thirty. million. i got I to get up the exact numbers. But a good pickup for them. Guy had a nice season for the uh, Kansas City Royals. Some people were hoping that the Astros would be on him as a possible bullpen arm, but the Rangers apparently going to add him as a rotation piece. And they, of course, are one of the teams that are still in on Shohei Otani, the Japanese sensation that is expected to possibly make his decision this weekend or early next week on which team it's going to be. He's, uh, he's trimmed it down to seven that being the Rangers, Mariners, Angels, all in the Astros division there. Uh, the Padres were another one. The Cubs were another. And the Dodgers as well. Why it's, the Rangers over the Astros? I don't... I get the West Coast thing or the small town thing. He he apparently prefers the West Coast and a smaller market. The Astros, I have no doubt, were one of the teams interested. They had $300,000 in international pool money to spend. Now the Rangers have over $3 million. The Angels made a trade to get more money in their pool, so they are now over the $3 million mark on what they can offer him. And the Mariners have made moves now to where they can offer the most at just over $3.5 million, oh, okay. I believe it is. I thought I saw it like 2 and a half recently, but well, they made some deals. Today the Mariners made a trade that kind of got people, 
I mean, kind of got the the stove really starting to burn a little bit in baseball because everybody's been waiting on the Giancarlo Stanton trade to happen. If that's going to happen to either the Giants or the or the Cardinals, who knows what's going to happen with that? He's got to approve a deal. Will he go to either of those teams? Nobody really knows. He's met with the Giants already with their representatives. It's it's that mess is kind of holding things up. I think with baseball's offseason getting going completely. But the team that has Stanton is also looking to dump other guys, and they dumped another guy today, that being D. Gordon, the second baseman, who won a batting title a couple of years ago after being traded over there from the Los Angeles Dodgers, was then popped for steroids and missed half a season and didn't play Gonna so happen. well. But last year played really well, led the league in stolen bases uh, quite a bit, or quite a few times, I should say. I mean, 60-plus times. But not a guy that hits for power, has hit for good average. Obviously, like I said, won a batting title. Is a good player, but the Mariners picking up D. Gordon, and that means they have to move him to center field. Look, that's a Mariners team that hasn't been in the playoffs in over 20 years. They're looking to finally get over the hump. They have a ton of talent offensively. Obviously, Robinson Cano can still hit. Nelson Cruz can hit. Uh, Kyle Seager's a really good, really good third baseman and can hit for a ton of power. Offense has not been the issue for the Mariners over the past few years. But they add D. Gordon, who's a nice pickup. We'll see how he transitions to center field. That's a big, spacious ballpark. Defense is important there. He can get to anything, obviously, if he if he's as fast as he is. I don't know about the arm. I don't know how he's going to transition out there, but I'm sure he'll actually do okay. But the Mariners are doing everything they can to make their team even better and make their case even better to get Shohei Otani and the assumption between some baseball people has been that the Mariners are the front runner to land him and that is the place that he'll eventually land once he makes his decision which would be a good get for them they can use him as a pitcher like everybody wants to do and also as a hitter and they can put him in right field some they'll be forced to put Nelson Cruz in the outfield some if they want to use him as a DH which is a total I, I wouldn't do that but whatever but it got Twitter all hot and bothered, Ross, earlier today. Yeah, it happens. Because the Astros haven't done anything. <laughs> oh, my God. I cannot believe how many freaking tweets I got from people about the Astros, this, that, and the other. They they have to do this, and they have to do that. They need to add – somebody tweeted me, they need to add an, a star outfielder. And I'm like, but what? <laughs> what, 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 what? What team did you – they just won the World Series. They did? Yeah. Oh, when they was have, that? They had, uh, recent. It was like a month ago, actually. Oh, okay. And they, you know, they're a pretty good team. They won 101 games. They're not going to do a bunch, and that's for a good reason. They're loaded. They have an outfield: Josh Reddick, mm-hmm. George Springer, decent, Marwin Gonzalez, okay, Derek Fisher, Derek Fisher, yeah, I was going to, and there. another name that we forget because he got hurt: Jake Marisnik. Now it's going to be a platoon type of thing at, at times, obviously in right and left field. And Springer's going to be the one constant that basically plays every single day. Reddick's going to play most of the time, and Marwin's going to play somewhere all the time. Mm-hmm. They lose Carlos Beltran, who's obviously his his at-bats that he got at the DH spot. Go to Evan Gaddis is the natural assumption. Most of those at-bats go there, and that's an upgrade right there alone. Then you also have the fact that the Astros have Kyle Tucker in the minor leagues, who's a hitting phenom and a huge prospect and is going to factor into this team maybe this season at some point. So don't freak out that they haven't done this, that, or the other. If they're going to go out and add a position player, it's probably going to be a catcher. Yeah, I mean, Jeff Luno was on Astro Line last, last night, night, and they were talking. he was talking with Bill Brown about it. They do that out at Pluckers. We have that every week here on Sports Talk 790. And they just said, look, it's been, number one, it's been slow everywhere around the league. And today with the D. Gordon thing, I mean, that was one of the first big things to happen so far this winter. And, and the, like you said, the Astros don't really need, I mean, where, where we're looking for would be pitching. Exactly. If you're looking for pitching, and it gets down to the bullpen, and then that's the freakout that I got responses. Look, and that's all you get on Twitter. I know it's Twitter. 
It's negative this, negative that. It always gets to that. That's the loudest crowd. If you don't think that the Astros are going to do something to add something, at least one arm to the bullpen, I literally cannot help you. During the World Series, on one of the pregame shows that we actually re-ran, before Game 5 of the World Series, Luno did his normal visit with Robert Ford and Steve Sparks on the pregame show. And he's sitting there on the pregame show on the air saying, yes, we understand that our bullpen is going to need additions this offseason. We're going to have to make... like This assumption that they're not going to do anything is mind-boggling to me. They have a loaded team. They don't need to go out and make moves for the sake of making moves. They're awesome, and they're going to be awesome again. And every team in the AL West is chasing them, and you see what Seattle is doing to try and get themselves in the mix. You see Texas, for some reason, still holding on to hope that they can. That one to me, that team needs to blow things up. But (laughs) whatever, keep doing what you're doing, Texas. You're going to be whatever. You're going to be average at best. And the Angels are going out and spending up. And that's another team that's mentioned on Otani. They have a bunch of money to spend there, too. And they're doing a bunch of things this offseason to make themselves better. They keep up, and uh, they're, they're rumored in on other guys. But it gets down to pitching. These other teams aren't going to catch you unless their pitching gets better and they suddenly hit better than you do. And I'm not banking on that. I know you're not banking on that. They're all fighting. I tweeted it out earlier. They're all fighting to keep the Astros from clinching the division on September 17th again. They want them to, cl- to clinch it on, like, <laughs> September the 29th or the 30th. That's what it's at at this point. Yeah, I mean, I agree they're ahead of everybody. And this time last year, they had already had the deals. I think the, the Reddick deal and the... Uh, McCann trade was that was all they were, were already, quick. Yeah, those were already pretty much done by this time last year. Yeah, correct? they jumped the market on on yeah. Reddick, and they gave more money than a lot of people assumed he'd get, and gave a fourth year, which a lot of people thought was stupid. And well, that I'd say the Morton deal might have been a done deal too. Yeah, Morton then. was done as well. They and then they got Beltron done really quick. They jumped it because they knew what they wanted, and they went out and got what they wanted. Mm-hmm. They might have overpaid a little bit on something, but that's fine. It's free agent money. You didn't trade a ton of stuff. They didn't trade up a bunch of prospects to get McCann. You know. It, it, they did what they had to do, and so yeah, it's it's going to be slower. It's going to be a slower off season if you're an Astros. You fan. need fewer moves if you're coming off a World Series victory. The one thing that you do need though is health, and I don't know if you saw the Keuchel story. Yeah, about his foot. I don't know why that became a thing. Like people got all hot and bothered about that too. He was walking around in a walking boot out in L.A. and he, you know, he'd been at dinner. I'm going to go ahead and guess Dallas Keuchel at dinner in L.A. had a few drinks. He wasn't driving. Somebody else was driving. I bet he had a few adult beverages, and he said to the TMZ guy, I slipped and fell or whatever during the parade. He had plantar fasciitis. Like, it just takes rest. That's all That's all it needs. But they do need him to be healthy. It's his last season before free agency. But this, again, the freak I'm out. waiting for him to shave his beard like he said he was going to. I don't think it's happening. But it can, you can grow back in like three, four months to some degree. Wouldn't you shave it already? Maybe he'll just show up to spring training with it shaved. So you're telling me Dallas Keuchel is a liar. I don't think he's a liar, but... Why would you? That's what you're kind of known for, right? Yeah, it's but like he, James, he said he was going to shave his beard. Like James Harden can never shave the beard, and people always ask me about it. Like, why doesn't he shave that thing? Like now, like that's part of his no, marketing. He has no choice. That's him. Yeah, that's him. That's his identity. His nickname is literally the beard. The beard <laughs> and Keiko's beard has literally become his. Keiko's corner. The shirts have a beard on them. What are they going to do with Keiko's corner without the beard? It's just weird. Well, you can grow it back. So the, be a man. He should at least trim it up short or something. The, Stay true to your word, Keichel. I, I think it'd be cool or, or funny to see him without the beard. He totally totally look weird. If you go back and look at the pictures of him before, it still looks weird that he didn't have a beard at one point. So, yeah, maybe he'll show up without the beard. Um, I bet Evan Gaddis shows up with a beard. I bet Brian McCann shows up with a beard. 
and they look the exact same still. And by the way, I watched the documentary the other night. Ross, you want to cry? I don't think it'll make me cry, but it, I, I do want to see it. It made me tear up. I'm I'm willing to admit that as a man. It made me tear up. It really did. Okay. Well, good for you. It was a big moment. 713-212-579 is the number. How was it, though? You like it? It was, it was good. I have issues with it, but um, not too many issues. They, okay, I'll just get, game. They spent too much time on game one and what Clayton Kershaw did in the thing, and then they blow through the best game of the series, which the nuttiest one, which is game five. Like, they literally just show all the highlights of the run score, like, boom, boom, boom. Like, how about you show it multiple times and relive some of the craziness that it was? The thing had to be like 90% produced before Game right. 7 even finished, right? Like yeah. So they can have it on the shelves as soon as possible. That's what it, it was. pumped out super quick. Right. But it was Excuse cool. To, it, yeah. The other package did come with all seven games of the World Series. Oh, wow. Plus Game 7 of the ALCS. So I am, um, I'm going to be watching all of those at some point. Maybe not the losses, but the wins for sure. Um because it was just that good. 713-212-5790, the number to join us here on the nightcap. Uh, we come back, Ross. It's a it's a night of topic hat topics. Is that what we're going to call sure, it? Sure, yeah. we got some phone calls to get to if you guys want to get in. 713-212-5790. 713-212-5790. Michael Connor, Ross Villarreal, at MC790, at Sports RV. It is the nightcap on Sports Talk 790. Red Rowdies, Bulls on Parade, and Astros Fanatics. Sports Talk 790, your radio home for your home teams. Here on Sports Talk 790, the night cap. couple of segments left. Michael Connor, myself, Ross Villarreal, with Hello. you up until 7 o'clock. At which point, we'll hand it off to Shaka Smart and the Longhorn Weekly Show. How are they doing on the season, Ross? Um, just had a nice win over VCU. Tried to choke it away at the end. But uh, so far, decent guard play. Nobody can really shoot from the outside. But Mo Bamba, who is going to be a one-and-done player in the middle, seven-foot Seven foot nine wingspan should be a pretty solid squad. Yeah, sounds like a solid squad. The only two losses are close losses to Duke and then who's the other one? Was it Butler or Gonzaga? I can't remember. A ranked, a ranked team. Yeah, Gonzaga, a ranked team. Yeah. I'm not keeping up with college basketball, so I'm going to leave that to you to uh, keep yeah, up with what's... We don't have to spend a lot of time yeah. on it, but we are the home for Longhorn basketball and football here at Sports Talk 790. Also, Rockets basketball on the road again tonight out in Salt Lake City against the Utah Jazz, looking to go to 19-4 and on the season. They're tied technically now uh, in the, I guess, at the top. Or it says, see, you go, you go to games back with the Warriors, and it says the Warriors are the same, I guess, because they have 20 wins. They have two more losses than you do, so... You're technically tied for them, or tied with them at the moment. But the Rockets, yeah, two more wins, two more losses. Yeah, Rockets looking to make it eight straight wins tonight as they take on the Jazz out there in Salt Lake City. It's just been absolutely incredible to watch what they've been doing. So I'm going to be locked into TNT game on TV tonight, by the way. But I'm going to listen to Matt Thomas while watching it. I don't know about you. That's what everybody should do. You should. Uh, we're going to get to the phone calls now. Seven one three two one two five seven ninety. You want to weigh in before we call it a night? Is that uh, well? You've typed. Two de- you type the same name twice on the screen. Uh, not on mine. What's I have the- Paul in line oh, Paul. one. It says Sean on both. Paul, what's mm, up? Not on mine. That's right. Hey, gentlemen, how y'all doing? The Homer and the Hater. Uh, we're good. All right. Hey, uh, 
Nah, you're picking on Rafael Palmero being over 53, man. I'm 50 years old. My wife says I'm as quick as I ever was. But Bill O'Brien getting blamed for – I'm just playing devil's – I'm not a Bill O'Brien apologist by any means. Uh, but tell me why, if you're scoring 33 points and – Six games, 39 points average in five games. Why is the defense not held responsible for that? I understand it's not games are not won and lost on one play or one call with the timeouts. And he screwed up with the timeouts. He did. But why is the defense not held accountable for this? I think they're held accountable. Here's where they're held accountable. Their team stinks. Like, why is the expectation level any higher than they stink and they're going to stink the rest of the season? Hey, I want to tell you something, Nancy. You're growing on me. I am? <laughs> That's you good. You are. You're growing on me. When you first came out, I thought you were telling, you know, immature, rash, Thank you. high-headed. But your baseball knowledge, you're growing on me. I'm liking you. Well, Ross, I, I, I love baseball, so, you know, I'll try to Ross keep I'll try to keep you. Yeah, you know, Ross is a hater. <laughs> Who do I hate? <laughs> you hate the Cougars, man. Oh, oh, that's is that where this is coming from? I don't hate the Cougars. I just kind of play that up because of Matt Thomas and his love for the Cougars. It hurts me. <laughs> I'm sorry to hurt you, Paul. But uh, no, I'm not okay. hated. But on, on to the Texans. I mean, I would say I would agree with you, Paul, that it's an underreported thing. I mean, most people focus on what Bill O'Brien has done, and maybe it's because of the injuries to J.J. Watt and the injury to Whitney Merciless and some of the other injury problems that they've been having. But, yeah, the defense hasn't been up to par like it was last year. Dady Clowney has basically been pretty good. But outside of that, I mean, who would you say has been playing? I mean, Bernardrick McKinney, well, I'd say, was the, playing the solid. Dylan Cole when he's on both sides of the ball. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, the defense hasn't been up to par, and you never hear anybody really complaining about Mike Vrabel and the job that he's done. I'll agree with you on that. And I, I would love to see Mike Bravel as our next head coach. Really? But you just talked about how bad the defense has been. Well, I'm, that's because I'm blaming it all on injury. Okay. Deshaun Watson was in there. We, uh, Bill O'Brien looked really good when he had Deshaun Watson. Yeah, yeah, he did. He looked really good. A, a good quarterback can cover up for a lot of good. things. All right, Paul. Thanks a lot. Appreciate you getting in. 713-212-5790. Your phone number is 713-212-5790. Now, Michael, I'm not sure exactly what direction Sean wants to go okay. in, but he's, he's got a fantasy football topic. I'm not a, All right, my, Sean. Uh, go ahead. Man, I'm sorry to take your time. I know it's off topic. It'll be quick. So I was going to see if y'all would pick either Matt Ryan or Josh McCown. Is that a real question? And out of three wide receivers, out of four, you okay. got... Marvin Jones, uh-huh. Sanu, yeah. A.J. Green, and Michael Thomas. It all sounds like a big old bottle of farts to me. I don't know about <laughs> you, Ross. Uh, well, the first one, yeah, I'll go with Matt Ryan. I mean, Josh McCown against Denver, and the, the defense has still been top five in the league, and the secondary is still really good. They're getting a key to lead back, right? So, I Get mean, a little yeah. info line feel here I now. I would go without Josh McCown. But what were the, what were the receivers? Uh, Marvin Jones, Muhammad Sanu, and something else. What was the other one? What was the other one? A.J. Green and Michael Thomas. Michael Thomas, A.J. Green, and you pick the other one because I don't think. Go with Marvin Jones. Sure. I'd go, with, I'd go with Marvin Jones, yeah. Yeah. And there you go. Fantasy football advice on the info line nightcap. <laughs> I mean, well, Tampa Bay has the worst pass defense in the league. So yeah. Let's Marvin just, let's just non-screen the last call okay, of the yeah, segment. Let's do that. Line one, you're on the nightcap. Hey, I'm wanting to talk about the Rockets. Oh, yeah. Go ahead. You're on the nightcap. Go for it. Okay, great. 
Um, so I guess with the guys, I'm just curious, like this team, this is the first time in maybe 20 years where I look at the schedule and I'm not like no game seems like a, like a, a possible loss. I feel like this team could go undefeated for the rest of the season. I think that's probably unlikely, but I understand the feeling that you're getting when you watch them play and the way that the Western Conference is kind of setting up early on in the season. Uh, there, there are not, there haven't been games recently, and there aren't many games ahead where you look at who they're going to play and where they're going to play the games at where you think they'll probably lose that one. This streak could run for a little while. Yeah, it's, and I, I can't remember, I, I don't think since the championship, the first championship team, where I feel like they're, they're playing within their system so well and every piece occupies its role so perfectly that barring an injury, I just, there's no one who really scares me at this point. And with Curry going down with the ankle, and I don't care if LeBron rolls off 20 wins, I feel like just the way Maury's constructed this team, there's no one that scares me. And this is kind of a new emotion. Like, I, I mean, this is a, this is an emotion. This is a, this is a confidence, and I don't think it might have something to do with the Houston Astros and their championship. But could we get two championships in the same year? Hey, I'm down with getting greedy. Why not? Right. Yeah, no, I, I mean, guess. the Warriors are still going to be a really tough task. But like you said, you don't have, for the fall you fall. have to be intimidated. You don't have to feel like you have zero chance. And that's how it's felt the last few years, even with the Rockets being really good. Right. And, and he mentioned the Curry thing. You need something like that, unfortunately, to kind of happen to give a lot of people that feeling. Now, I personally am in the belief, Ross, that if everything rolls right for you health-wise, you can play with them in a seven-game series. And, and oh, by the way, the Spurs and are going to be pretty good with Kawhi Leonard towards the – I mean, when come playoff time yeah. with Kawhi Leonard, the, the Spurs are still going to have something to say. I don't know. I, they I, always do. I still I – I, I want to do it every year. Like, this is – they're finally just not – you know, I, you can't doubt them. But still, like I just don't think that they could keep up with the Rockets. They're clicking on full cylinders, like uh, they have been. The Spurs right now going for the Chris Paul plan, having him return against the Phoenix Suns when you're probably going to get a blowout win. That's a beautiful move. <laughs> That's a good way to go. And the Rockets ahead, they got this one tonight in Utah, then they go to Portland to wrap up the road trip. And then they're back home for seven straight games, and a bunch of guys or a bunch of games that they should absolutely win. 713-212-5790, the number to join us tonight here on the Nightcap. One final segment left. Got some phone calls to get to and really whatever the hell else we want on a weird and fun Thursday night. That's a line drive on one hop. This is George Springer. Houston's home for Astros baseball is Sports Talk 790. the final segment here on the nightcap longhorn basketball coaches show coming up here in just a few minutes right uh, longhorn weekly pal Longhorn weekly excuse me uh that's coming up and then rockets basketball will be back at 8 45 the launch pad for that one they take on the utah jazz ross i don't know if you've seen this you know it's cold as heck outside it's starting to snow in texas heck isn't very cold though or hell i should say hell is not very, not cold, very cold either I've heard it's pretty warm. Uh, don't tell Herm <laughs> Edwards about that, though. Don't don't be bringing that devil talk around Herm. 
head coach of the Arizona State Sun Devils. Devils Digest. Devils Digest. What? Excuse me? Excuse me? Uh, yeah, it's starting. Are you going to... Odrabino Devils Digest. Uh, Devils what? Digest, huh? Yes, sir. Where are you located, my man? <laughs> right here in Tempe. Okay, Devils Digest. Okay. Uh, I'm, a, I'm, I'm Catholic now. I'm a Christian. Watch out them devils. <laughs> Just saying. Well, We're good, brother. We're you can good. see devils all, all over the place. I ain't so. taking it personal. We're the devils, Herm. You're you're the devils. You you coach the Sun Devils, um, but it's like starting to apparently snow all over the place. It might be snowing in Houston before we know it, Ross. Are you going to go out and make? Do we want to go out? We should make snow angels together. It's getting a snow snowball fight. I have one piece of advice for all of you in Houston. If it does snow, don't eat the yellow snow. Mm, yeah, probably don't do it. One of the most fun nights of my college experience was one night when it snowed, and I was staying at some university apartments off of Riverside in Austin, uh-huh. which is kind of like a, they have cheap student housing. It's kind of near a ghetto, so it's cheaper, and you okay. just ride the bus to school. Anyways. In the ghetto. In the ghetto. One of the nights it snowed, and the entire complex got in this giant snowball fight on like a Friday or a Saturday night. It's stuck enough for you to do that? Yeah, it was it was sticking up. We were just uh, we were scraping like it cars off of cars. Stuff, yeah. yeah, we were scraping it off of cars and we got in a, a massive fun snowball fight on a drunken Friday night in college. I uh my year at Texas Tech before I came back here, um we had like six or seven snow days. And God. up there in Lubbock, like it would stick and everything was covered in snow. Like we had one snowstorm that was huge and it completely covered everything. And it was like that for like three days. It was unbelievable. The snowball fights. Obviously, you uh, you target the ladies when you're doing the snowball fight. It, you know, you do it softly at the time. Um, but then we made you know people making snowmen, all that stuff. Snow is just fun. But I'm not going to go out and enjoy it. I'm not going to go out and do that because it's not. It's overrated. It's completely overrated. I want the hot summer back. No, I mean I like a few days of cold. Like if we didn't have, if say as long as we're not in Minnesota where you have to snuggle show in the snow and there's uh, there's blizzards all the time, and it's always cold, like so cold that you can feel it in your bones. Yeah, I don't need that. I don't need that. So we usually, but a couple of days of cold, I'm I'm totally cool with. We, I, I'm lucky enough. We usually get to spend, or I get to spend at least a week every winter in Colorado doing some skiing, which is awesome and fantastic. Right now, it's snowing in Texas. It has where we go every year. We go to Telluride. It has not snowed at all. They were supposed to open the mountain today, and I think that they did. There's only like literally four, it's like. You look at pictures, everything is bare. Like, there's grass. It's just grass. They, it's not snowing. Really? It's cold, but it's not snowing. They've literally had no snow. It's unbelievable. And here we are in freaking Texas, and it's snowing. I wonder if that has anything to do with all the fires happening uh, around... I mean, I would... There's s- fires in Colorado, too, right? Uh, I, I don't know if there's fires in Colorado, but there's definitely in California. Those freaking videos, man, are terrifying. Yeah, it looks like they're, you're there in a movie. It does. Like, it's just like everything... And it, just to think we were just out there last month, or you weren't out there. I was out there for yeah, the World Series. Appreciate you bringing it, it up. It was just like thinking about driving around there, because it's different, obviously, all the hills and mountains and whatnot, and it's just crazy. Absolutely crazy. I don't enjoy the rain, though, but I know that nobody's enjoying the rain and they're sitting in their car. I can look at it right now. Traffic is terrible outside because you put any amount of water on the road in Houston, Texas, and people just forget how to drive. It's stupid. You can drive, just don't drive fast. You can st- Your gas pedal still works. 
it drives me nuts. Nah, I don't like to drive fast in the rain. I don't either. I'm not I'm saying scared. drive. I'm not saying drive fast. No, but I know. I know what you're saying. It's. I mean, people people are bad drivers, and if people are dumb in general, therefore that translates to people being bad drivers. In general. And, and, and there goes there my goes cup. your goes your cup. Did did, <laughs> uh, did a topic fall out from the last uh, minute of the show? Well, we only got like one minute left in the show. How about this one? What do you got? Hold on. Last Hold topic on. for the last literally minute of the show here tonight on the uh, Nightcap. Santa Claus with naughty and nice tattoos told to tone it down. What? You know how Mike Fires has fires on his yeah. arms? This Santa has naughty on one arm and nice on the other, and it's an old man. That's just, he's just about it. In the Oxford Valley Mall. Did you see the Santa Claus in Florida that in was... Middletown, Pennsylvania. That was uh, parachuting in, that was skydiving into the uh, into the beach. What? Hit a tree. <laughs> Broke his no, leg. That sounds hit incredible. A, hit a palm tree, broke his leg. Very Florida of him. A little too much eggnog down there at the Waffle House. That's going to do it for us here on the Nightcap. Longhorn Weekly is next, Ross. Oh, yes. That's the name of it? That's the correct name? I believe so. Which Shaka Smart. Smart. I'll be back at 845. Rockets and Jazz. We'll be back doing this show, I think, tomorrow? We'll figure it Maybe? out. We'll, we'll see. I'll see you in a bit here on Sports Talk Tonight.